talking about the things that matter most to you, Catholic Women Now. Well, good morning and welcome to Catholic Women Now. I'm delighted to have you with us and I'm Julie Nelson and I'm delighted to have Emily Schmidt with me this morning as a co-host. I'm delighted to be here, Julie. Thanks again for inviting me back. Well, it was great. Well, the, you know, the, our topic today is uh, one of your inspirations. We have an author on today that we'll be introducing everyone to in a few minutes here, Vanita Hampton. She's the author of a book, Set the World on Fire. It's a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church. And uh, Emily, I know you've been through the book. I've I've done a little bit of the book and it, it's a it's a well-written book. It's It's not a read. It is truly a no. retreat. It's definitely a retreat, and it was, I prayed it through through Easter, actually. I had finished my Lenten reflection, and I said, God, what should I do for Easter? And this the Facebook algorithm, God worked through that. He it popped up on Facebook, and I said, oh, this looks really interesting. And um, so I got to do this retreat during Easter, and it is definitely a take your time, meditate, chew through the material kind of book, but it was very fruitful and, and pretty inspiring. Yes, yes. Well, I'm anxious to conf- continue on with it this summer. I've only, I got through one week of it, just to okay. see the of it. But there, the four saints are St. Catherine of Siena, St. Therese, St. Teresa of Avila, and St. Hildegard of Bingen, which is the one that I am not as familiar with, so. Not a lot of people well, are, yeah. Before we get on with more of the show, let's entrust this half hour to the Blessed Mother. Mary, our mother, we ask that you surround us during this time with your protection of mantle and grace as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I will count the great. Oh, go ahead. Julie, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. You want me to go ahead? Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes Scott McCreary with special guest Ali Colleen at the Iowa Event Center Ballroom on Sunday, July 24th. Tickets and information available at celebratecountry.org. And the Iowa Catholic Radio Eucharistic Miracles of the World display is being exhibited at St. Elizabeth Seton in Carlisle. They're open from 9 to 5 p.m. daily, and it's from June 22nd to July 11th. So check that out. And check out all the events happening at Iowa Catholic Radio at our website, iowacatholicradio.com. Well, we welcome to the show today our guest, Vanita Hampton. She is a workshop and retreat leader, a spiritual director, and has served as a book editor for over 30 years at Loyola Press. And she joins us today as with her author hat on to talk to us about her most recent book, Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church. Welcome, Vanita, to Catholic Women Now. Thank you. Thank you. Just one little correction. Hampton is now my middle name. It was my maiden name. So it's Vanita Hampton Wright. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I only say that because I've, I'm known more by that name now than by the other. But thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be on your program. Well, Vanita, you know, always when there's a um, book being written, there's an inspiration and there's a little bit of a faith journey behind it. Can you kind of give us a little bit of that for you in writing this book? Sure. Uh, Now, I need to be honest about the origins of this book. Uh, Ave Maria, actually, the the editors there came up with the idea uh, of a book on the four female doctors of the church, and they approached me about it. 
so the idea didn't originate with me, but once they uh, explained it to me, I thought, wow, you know, that's that could be a really great book because you're bringing together, you know, four women saints who have given so much to us, but also uh, they're the only female doctors of the church so far. <laughs> uh, and they, you know, we're talking about several centuries of time that this, this ranges over. Uh, one is from France, one from Spain, another from Italy, another from Germany. Uh, you've got two Carmelites, a, a third order Dominican and a Benedictine. So, uh, you know, in, in covering the lives of these women and setting up a retreat based on their work, they're just, you're just bringing so much together here. And I have done work um, on materials on St. Therese and St. Teresa before, so I was more familiar with them. Uh, but also St. Catherine and then St. Hildegard. Um, it, it's just hard to really describe what all they bring to our understanding. Things that we may not even realize actually go back to things that they said and wrote. So what, what, make, what is the criteria for someone to be deemed a doctor of the church? Well, the, the ordinary process, and I say ordinary because there's one exception in this group of women, uh, but the ordinary process is first they're a saint, you know, they're, they're beatified, they're canonized, uh, and then um, the, the same body that, that uh, works on the canonization process also uh, chooses people according to the impact they've had on the church. A doctor of the church is someone whose life and teachings or writings um, are so profound and timeless that they really have helped shape uh, the belief of the church, the belief and practice of the church in general. Uh, so, you know, you have people like St. Augustine, of course, you've, you've got... Uh, um, you know, you, you have a, a lot of men <laughs> because uh, uh, they were doctors of the church because for the most part, they were what we would call today uh, almost an academia. You know, you're talking about men who studied the word, who translated the scriptures, who wrote a lot of material, Aquinas, you know, they and so they naturally added a lot to how the church believes and practices. Um, but what's unusual is that, you know, all four of these women lived at times when women, for the most part, were not even um, literate. Uh, and yet their, what they learned about the spiritual life was so, um, uh, it was so profound and so life-changing that uh, the, the, the powers that be looked at their lives and says they have given just as much to the church as, you know, Aquinas or anyone else because of their lived experience and the way they expressed it uh, and the way they lived. Uh, so, um, and the, the only exception, Hildegard of Bingen, um, she was uh, considered a saint before we had a canonization process. So yeah. technically she was not a saint in terms of our canonization, but she was considered a saint, you know, long before that. So they just went ahead and made her a doctor of the church. She kind of skipped that step, but no one was, I don't think anyone was upset about that. <laughs> rightly, very, a very rightly and just um, 
Well, we're speaking with Vanina Hampton Wright. She's the author of the book, Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church, published by Ave Maria Press. We have more to come on Catholic Women Now, broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hello, Steve Ray here. Join me along with Iowa Catholic Radio's Matt Wilcom and Father P.J. McManus for our Footprints of God Holy Land pilgrimage, November 11th through the 20th, 2023. We'll see the Church of the Visitation, touch the top of Calvary, and visit the famous Western Wall. Plus, I'll be right there with you the whole time to bring the Bible to life at every site. Don't miss the Iowa Catholic Radio's 15th anniversary Holy Land pilgrimage. Early bird pricing is available. Details at Iowa Catholic Radio. St. Vincent de Paul helps so many people. You're right, Zoe. St. Vincent de Paul Executive Director Steve Havman here. We are serving over 32,000 local residents with food, clothing, furniture, and financial assistance annually. We invite you to learn more about all of our life-changing programs that positively impact so many Iowans by simply Googling St. Vincent de Paul of Des Moines. Our mission is to help those in need become self-sufficient through education, community connectedness, and unconditional support. Help us help others. Even kids. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you like to get more involved as a volunteer? Intervisions Healthcare empowers at-risk women facing an unplanned pregnancy to make life-affirming decisions. But our nursing staff can't do it alone. Our unplanned pregnancy clinic seeks dedicated advocates, receptionists, and nursing volunteers to meet the needs of hundreds of at-risk patients we see each year. If you are a people person who wants to help moms with unplanned pregnancies, contact us today at 515-440-2273 or visit IVHcare.org. Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, where we are speaking with Vanina Hampton Wright about her book, Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church. And right before the break, Vanita was kind of helping us to introduce us to the saints as well. So we let's just dive into more of this book. I really appreciated the outline of the of the book. It was so simple, um, and yet it brought me into a place of prayer that allowed me to go very deep with God. How did you come up with that outline of each day, the process of praying with these women to share with me your, your just your, um, what happened in your brain as you were writing this book to, to make that happen? Well, um, I was really happy when uh, my editor said, we want you to put your spiritual director's hat on for this book. We really want it to be a retreat. And I said, all right, I have no problem with that. So, you know, I looked at this material in terms of if I were directing someone in in a retreat, how would I help this person dig into this material? Uh, And also, I'd use the general format for morning and evening prayer, which Mm -hmm. many people are familiar with anyway. So I just kind of expanded uh, morning and evening prayer to include um, things that you would want a retreat to do. 
um, you know, different ways of looking at the scripture, different prayer practices, you know, Lectio Divina, uh, imaginative prayer, uh, just meditation, a um, lot of questions. I love questions, especially if you ask the right questions, a person can, you know, sit with a question for a long time if it's the, if it's the right question, you know, helping them uh, understand what the scriptures are saying, uh, but also really look into their own lives. As you know, a, a retreat um, should be designed so that we become more aware of what's happening within us spiritually. As a spiritual director, that's what I'm doing all the time. I'm sitting with people and just accompanying them as they become more aware of what God is actually doing in their lives. You know, sometimes we don't recognize that God is at work. We think it's something else or we just we don't think anything's happening. But if we sit with ourselves a little bit, if we sit with a verse of scripture, if we sit with the story of the saint, um, if we sit with something that that person has written or said, uh, then the time just deepens on its own. You know, you really don't have to work at it. In fact, the more you work at retreat, probably the less fruitful it will be uh, because we know that it's the Holy Spirit that's doing the work uh, and that we're simply, we're participating, we're joining in, we're, we're listening, we're paying attention. Uh, so basically I just, and I tried, you know, I came up with something that it would be the same process through each week so the person could get kind of used to that. You don't want to just keep throwing in lots of different things or, or messing up the rhythm too much. You want to ha- have kind of a pattern that people are able to follow. Um, and yeah, it, I just approached it as if, okay, I'm helping a person do this as a retreat. And that's how I put it together. I, I really felt that when I was doing these, um, re- these daily reflections and I loved how you did bring in a quote from the saint and then a gospel that reflected that quote. But I would have to say really in my, as I was doing this in my living room, I felt I could really feel like you walked into my front door and you brought in St. Hildegard and said, I want you to meet my dear friend, St. Hildegard. And then you left the room and St. Hildegard and I sat down and we had a nice little conversation. And I felt like I really got to know her, her creativity that she brings so delightfully to the to the spiritual life and I also liked the um, practical how to put it in actions every day mm-hmm. and also the um, how to know you're growing I think that's the big thing about spiritual life is like I'm a, as a director myself they, they, they want to know if they're hearing God's voice and am I growing where's the growth and yeah. I thought those were really key points and different than a lot of retreat at home at home retreat books I have done in the past I really appreciated that element too, because that's a question I often ask myself in spiritual direction. I'm sure my spiritual director is sick of me saying it, but what does that look like? Like you're telling me to do X, Y, Z, but I don't, I don't know what that looks like. And so when those looking for growth uh, checklists, I could, that was very helpful for my brain. I really appreciated that one. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I had not really used that in a book before and and I'm I'm glad I happened onto this idea. Uh, for instance, it, in one of the chapters, this is from Saint Therese, uh, and the the heading is "Look for Growth." And I always start with the question: What might happen when I allow God to hold me like a small child? And we know from Saint Therese that she embraced 
being a child of God. And so you just list things. Well, if, if uh, I allow God to do that, then I connect with my true needs because children are very honest about their needs. I remember God's tender love and thus reject the temptation to fear God as one who would shame or condemn me. My interior needs merge with my memories of being small and my physical sense of being in the presence of an infinitely greater one who loves me. And divine love has the opportunity to deepen my sense of trust and of God's nearness. So, you know, you kind of break down, you know, what would my life look like if I really began to live this truth or believe this truth? I also felt that when you were doing those things, that when I was reading through those, I could feel the movement of my heart, which is a lot of understanding where God speaks to us. And that really made that more a heightened awareness in me as well. Yeah, I, what I really also appreciated is each, the way the order of your saints, you didn't necessarily put them in chronological order or, you know, the oldest to the youngest or whatever. Mm-hmm. You did it so intentionally to tell, we started with St. Therese, who was so, has such a simple faith. And you asked very simple things of us in that week, moving to Hildegard of Bingen, who was this powerhouse, mm-hmm. a very a saint that not a lot of people know about. I'm like super committed now to sharing her with everyone. Mm-hmm. But she, you ask a lot of us that week, including I uh, writing a song, which I love. <laughs> I'm a musician, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, some of my friends would be so intimidated by this. It was very it. creative. It wasn't just sitting and pondering, but you had some mm. experiences of drawing or imagining on paper, mm-hmm. which I think is very beautiful because it reaches people in different places. We all are... Um, created differently in, in how we express ourselves and I thought that was very I, I actually enjoyed stretching myself doing some of those things like writing a song <laughs> that was mm-hmm. really it, it, I mean I'm by myself I can sing out loud nobody cares right so yeah very beautiful well you're listening to Catholic Women Now and our guest today is Virginia Hampton Wright and we're talking about with her about her new book Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church. We have more to come with Vanita on Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hello, this is Steve Ray, Jerusalem Jones. Join me in Iowa Catholic Radio on the journey of a lifetime with our Footprints of God pilgrimage to the Holy Land, November 11th through the 20th, 2023. We'll visit the Church of Nativity where Jesus was born. Nazareth, where he grew up, and the spot where he performed his first public miracle, the Wedding Church of Cana, where couples will also have an opportunity for the renewal of wedding vows. Full itinerary and pricing details at iowacatholicradio.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security, providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security 
515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Women out here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Julie Nelson, joined with Emily Schmidt. And our guest today is Menina Hampton Wright. She has just written this wonderful book called Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church, published by Ave Maria Press. And Vanita, these four do- women do- doctors of the church, St. Therese, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Hildegard of Bingham, and St. Catherine of Siena, each bring something of a personal charism to the, to, to our faith life. And can you just briefly go through each one of those? Uh, yes. Uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, uh, and she's one of the most popular saints uh, I know of. Um, I think she really helped the church tremendously by, I call it uh, a healthy spiritual self-confidence or self-image. Uh, and that she she was able, because she was very young when she entered the order, she was also very sensitive, just had a lot to do with probably her her order and the family, you know, and, and also it was a very pious family. Uh, she would uh, experienced a lot of death and, and loss in her family early. So she was very sensitive. She was young. Uh, a lot, I think quite a few of the older nuns were not real thrilled to have this child really join their order. And, uh, and yet Therese learned to embrace who she was. She says, you know, I'm never going to be a great person. I'm never going to be a big, you know, in God's garden, I'm never going to be a big, beautiful rose. I'm just going to be this little flower and that's enough for God. And that that this whole philosophy of being the little flower, you know, I am who God made me to be, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine, you know, and, and what I offer to God is fine because of God's love. So her her sense of, you know, accepting who I am and giving that all completely to God, uh, that really changed a lot of hearts, I think. Uh, especially because she wasn't really, I mean, she wasn't a theologian, but her theology was really quite, you know, right. And I think a lot of the theologians of the church recognize that. So that's St. Therese. Uh, St. Therese of, of Avila, uh, what I gained most from her life is that she learned to own her own her spirituality she and to recognize god's work in her life even when it looked weird to other people and we have to say that saint saint Teresa, she had these mystical experiences she never asked for them she was just trying to be a good nun and she found being a nun hard in a lot of ways you know the kinds of prayer they did the uh you know she'd been kind of as not a social butterfly but she'd been very social and and you know i think she found uh, the convent life a bit difficult, uh, but she wanted to do this right, and God granted her a lot of mystical experiences, very deep prayer, um, but uh, 
people didn't believe her. You know, uh, there were those who even said it was demons doing this stuff in her. And so she went for about 20 years having to kind of keep a lid on, I think, you know, what people knew about what God was doing in her life. And yet she knew that she knew that she knew she knew this is this is the Lord. I know it's the Lord. And finally, you know, that was acknowledged by other people. And of course, we see her as a saint today, but nobody was treating her like a saint when all of this stuff was happening to her. And so the fact that she could trust God's work in her life, no matter what it looked like and how it felt, uh, I think that's really important for us to, you know, when the Holy Spirit works in our lives, we need to just claim that we need to own it. And when we know what we know, what we know that the Lord is working with us, then we need to do that, too. Uh, Catherine of Siena was a truth teller, and she told the truth to priests and governors and kings. And she was really after the after the truth of God. But also she was quite the theologian in terms of helping people understand salvation and and she was dedicated to working with the poor. So her life of service uh, uh, and truth was really, it, it made a lot of transformation in people low and high. And then uh, Hildegard of Bingen, she just, she just let loose. I, I'm telling you, you know, when the Holy Spirit filled her up, she, she wrote songs. She wrote what we would call science books today. She, um, she wrote plays. Her creativity, uh, she wrote books on medicine, herbal medicine. So uh, her creativity just, there was no, there were no bounds to it. And that is a great example of when we just really trust God to work in our lives, no telling what we will create and what we'll do. She's I love all I, this. Yeah. And Hildegard of Bingen's one that, yeah, like I said before, I'm learning more about her every day. And she's just an, an See uh, the best kept secret, I think, of the Catholic Church right now. I think she's making herself a little more known. I've been reading about her and hearing about her in other circles as well. Well, I would just want to say this is a wonderful book, um, one that I think you can do on your own. But I was, we were just talking a little bit off, off uh, mic that this would be a great group to do for small group studies as well. And as women, we love getting together and sharing. So we just want to thank you, Vanita Hampton Wright, yeah, for joining us today on Catholic Women Now, talking about your latest book. Set the World on Fire, a four-week personal retreat with the female doctors of the church. Well, thank you so much. Well, let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear good and gracious God, we just ask you to open our hearts and our minds as women, to walk with these women saints, to come deeper into knowing you, our Lord Jesus Christ, through these beautiful witnesses of faith. And we ask this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Iowa Catholic Radio, 15th anniversary Footprints of God Signature Pilgrimage. Join Father PJ McManus and Matt Wilcom with Steve and Janet Ray on an Iowa Catholic Radio exclusive pilgrimage to the Holy Land. It's next November, November 12th to the 21st of 2023. So start planning to join us. This is Catholic Women Now, broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Donations are always welcome at iowacatholicradio.com. Next is Faith on Trial with Deacon Mike Mano and Gina Knoll. And remember, God loves you and has an amazing plan for your life. Today's Catholic Women, on the voice for Catholic Women Now, Iowa Catholic Radio. Do a